smells like football, baby. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome in to the Fantasy Football Smackdown. I'm your host, Kyle August. You can follow me on Twitter at KyleMonth8 for all your fantasy football and NASCAR takes. Of course, you guys are checking me out over there. Always love hearing from you guys. But on today's show, I'm joined by uh, my partner in crime here on the DWZ Network and one of the co-hosts of the Dynasty War Games. Jesse, how's it going? Hey, hey, what's up, Kyle? Good to have you back, man. Uh, How's life been treating you lately? Excellent. Busy as hell, but that's, I mean, can't pay the mortgage by sitting at home, you know, <laughs> I, not doing yeah. anything right. Sitting on the yeah, couch. I hear that, man. And it's been a, uh, it's been a fun few days for fantasy football, dynasty football. A lot of players on the move. The franchise tag deadline was just this, uh, was just yesterday. We're recording this Wednesday night live on YouTube. So as always, you should be checking us out on the YouTube as we record these shows. Love hearing from you guys on today's show. We're talking about things that we hate about dynasty fantasy football. In essence, just some things that, you know, what are some solutions? What are some things that really, you know, make we would love to change about this game a little bit? So it's going to be a pretty open conversation. So if you're watching here, um, we're looking for comments. But as always, if you're uh, if you're around or recording, if you're following us on YouTube, have those notifications turned on. Uh, you'll see when we're recording these shows, you can always chime in. Love to hear from you guys in the comments. But uh, let's start with some of the recent news. So, uh, again, we're recording this Wednesday night, March 9th. And with the franchise tag deadline, there were some guys that were franchise tagged, but there were also some trades, which aren't usually a big part of the NFL. So this was kind of cool to see, because for me, usually the franchise tag is like the just the biggest boner kill of all time, because <laughs> there's like there's this isn't uh, this isn't a part of any other league. Right. Like you don't see NBA. MLB, you know, there, this doesn't exist. The NFL, like, you always see these free agent lists, right? And then half those guys don't go anywhere because they just get franchise tag. They can't escape, you know, their their location if they wanted to. So, um, but let's start with the trades. And I think the biggest one, the the one that broke sleeper, uh, was the <laughs> yeah, was the was the Russell Wilson trade. It was unbelievable. You couldn't even open the app. It was nuts. Uh, the Patreon chat was going crazy. Uh, as well, but obviously Russell Wilson traded from the Seahawks to the Denver Broncos. Uh, really, the only key dynasty piece going back to Seattle, besides some draft capital, was Noah Fant. So, Jesse, what was your kind of uh, initial reaction to this, and, and what was your thoughts on the trade? Well, I mean, goddamn right, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I have a lot of Russ. I got a lot of Russ last year in startups, and he was cheap, so I got a couple. I traded for him, you know like once in a second I got I got him for in the middle of the season nice so I, yeah when he was you know when he was hurt and there was this narrative out there that he wasn't a good quarterback anymore I, I was like oh I uh, okay uh, I'll take him I'll take him off your hands no worries yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I love Russ I've got him all over the place so it's I mean huge for me mm-hmm. um I will say I mean in this case I, I just think it's ready-made it's gonna work out well, I think we all think it's going to work out well. It's like when when Dallas drafted Zeke. You know, they already had the line. They kind of had everything in place. They just needed that stud back. And um, I just it's one of those that it's just easy to see, right? Yeah. But I, I will say that, I mean, I 
I will disagree that it's a it's a boner kill when when guys get <laughs> franchised. I kind of like it, you know, okay. if they're already on a good team mm. because I I like continuity in the NFL, right? Mm. So Mike Williams and um, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams staying put to me is the best thing that could have happened for them and their dynasty success as well mm. or fantasy success anyway. I mean, I, I mean Devontae Adams probably. You know, has a precious few. You know, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams have precious few seasons left. Maybe, hopefully, more than this one. You know, hopefully two or three. But uh, I, I just see them not having to adjust. Is is just a really good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and and like I said, continuity is is a huge thing in the NFL. It's it's a there, there are a lot of cults of personalities out there, like we saw with the Jaguars last year. And situations cannot really be what they seem. You know, mm-hmm. when when players sign on with a team and they end up going there and, you know, you, you see actually historically, especially with wide receivers, their first year with a new team doesn't always work out well. Right. I think I think you're absolutely right on that side of it. I, I think it's a it feels like, you know, a letdown when these guys aren't moving because it's like, well, OK, I guess I have nothing to talk about. We already know. But yeah, it's not as exciting. You're absolutely right, though. I mean, like if if Devonte Adams was able to sneak away, was looking for the bag ended up you know in houston everyone right. would hate that right and like that's not good for anybody but Devonte adams who would get paid right so it's just uh you know there, there's good and bad with it but i think when you talk about the dynasty aspect of it when they can return to a situation they're familiar with that's generally producing more similarly to what they've done historically versus trying to adapt to a new system and especially like you said the receivers are yeah. really hard for those guys to replicate what they've done in the past you know uh, I honestly can't you can't think of too many receivers that moved that had, you know, that same that, that high level of success again, especially right out of the gate. I mean, it's right. it's really tough. So, um, yeah, Mari yeah, Cooper, actually. Yeah, I, I yeah. And hopefully he can do it twice because it sounds like he's going to be out of Dallas. But right. Uh, Which, yeah, there's there's definitely uh, and I, there's definitely absolutely a disaster of a, of a move <laughs> for them, by the way. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I hate that expression, but I just used it. <laughs> I think the the thing with Cooper and we'll see and like I don't want to dive too much into it because he hasn't even been officially released yet and he's going to have a new team here soon, maybe and all that. But I think it's just funny because everyone's like, yeah, no brainer. Cut his ass. Twenty million dollars. Are you kidding me? And then Mike Williams signs a three year. $60 million contract and all this NFL money is funny money anyway, and see where, how it actually hits with cap and all that. Right. But like, it's just like, but that's great. That's a great deal. I think they're like six months apart. Like they're not like an age. It's just hilarious how sometimes this works. And uh, as far as stock and everything like that goes. And I think, you know, with the, you know, just bringing it back to the rush trade. I think when you look at Denver, we were talking about it across our shows. Um, I know I've mentioned it before, uh, you know, Judy Sutton, you know, those were, those were guys like, if you believe in those guys, you should have already acquired them. This is yeah. definitely not the time. To Don't be forget doing handlers that. coming back too. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how that offense works. Cause it does, did feel super plug and play. Seattle's obviously got a big hole now in their, in their offense, as far as not even having a quarterback on the roster, really besides Drew Locke, who they traded for. Uh, but, I yeah. could absolutely see sunshine pete trying to make drew lock a thing <laughs> i can absolutely see that and it'll be disastrous uh, i mean yeah. this is probably this is unless unless something big emerges for him this mm-hmm. might be his last year there 
I can't imagine. I mean, because I believe he's the oldest coach in the NFL. Yeah, right? I mean, he's old as hell. He's in his seventies. Yeah, so it's just like, why? Why would he want to sit through that? You know? Yeah, he's. I mean, they're not going to take. They're not going to take a rookie and and try to develop, right? Yeah, I mean, and it and it probably wouldn't work out very well because I can't think of too many Seattle Seahawks players that really have panned out. I mean, this team hasn't really drafted well um, no. in a while, you know. And even when they drafted Russ, he was a third round pick, and it was right after they just gave a huge sack of cash to Matt Flynn for three oh, good games, right. you know? So it's like this organization Oof. I think is, is in for uh, a long rebuild, especially when you look at, you know, as far as the next few years, you're going to be battling with the Rams. You know, that team isn't, mm-hmm. isn't going anywhere, at least for 2022. They're pretty intact there with McVay and everything. And, and we like what we've seen out of the Niners. So, I mean, it, it's not, it's not the AFC West, but the NFC West is definitely not one that you're going to back into. I feel like, um, so We'll so see. Is, is George Fant on the Seahawks? Is George Fant? Yeah. Isn't he the tackle? The oh, uh, yeah. I think he might be. Yeah. I don't uh, know. If so that's, we have both yeah. Fants on the same team now. <laughs> yes, I did. I did see somebody say that they wanted they wanted the picks in Noah Fant, but then the Broncos wanted to include Drew Lock just so they didn't have to have that weird conversation about the jersey number, so that Russ could still be three. <laughs> So, That's not a weird conversation. It's a uh, Drew Lock. Uh, you're about to get cut. Do you want to yeah. just give him your? your yeah, get back? out of the way, right? Um, it does. It does hurt my heart though that they had Fant. They had to send Fant. That was one of the biggest things I was excited about. I like yeah. three Fant shares where if he was, you know, if he was with Russ, oh, I was so close. Mm-hmm. Oh, so close to having Fant. Like, and those are like, those are teams that. You know, I have, I have championship aspirations for, so. Yeah. Yeah, and now he just, he's gone into the abyss. Who the hell, you know, come on. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I mean, when you look, when you talk about Fant, Lockett, DK, even like, you know, those prospects as far as the the uh, immediate ones, you know, for 2022 season, like, it's going to be really dependent on the quarterback that lands there. Right now, I mean, those values are pretty low. So, uh, I mean, if we know that, everybody knows that, you know, if you get somebody on a bad day, you know, type of thing, right? If you can buy those guys at a really reasonable price, I would I would look to do that. But I mean, I feel like that's pretty color by numbers um, dynasty, you know. So take a shot, though. It doesn't hurt to ask. See, I think uh, I've seen a couple moves, um, you know, and, and offers that when I reached out, you know, the, the counter that I got wasn't unreasonable. It was just trying to steal it, you know, so we'll see. But yeah. Um, you know, and obviously I loved all the Albert O owners just doing victory laps because you yeah. know they knew it. <laughs> yeah. You know, they knew. Yeah. Uh so if any if anything, maybe it'll give us two tight ends out of this group as opposed, you know, it for uh fantasy relevance versus what we've been looking at. Um Mike yeah, in the apps, chat. Mike oh, sorry, in the chat, he said he's heard rumors they're gonna try to use the assets to acquire Watson, which would be very interesting. I know that I have Deshaun Watson stashed on a few Superflex teams. Just hoping, you know, I'd love to see yeah. Watson play again, you know, if he gets his legal stuff figured out. And that would be great. I mean, you talk about that would uh, be fun. 180. That would, that would be a lot of fun. That <laughs> right. That, that'd be awesome. So we'll uh we'll keep an eye on that situation and, and dive more into the Seahawks when uh when all that figures out. We got a lot of free agency stuff coming up this month. I mean, uh, if you buy so, low on DK in that window between Wilson and, and if that Watson thing happens. Oh, yeah. Wow. That would be, you'd you be feeling, I mean, and honestly, I don't know that it's ever going to be lower. I mean, right. right now, I mean, yeah, let's say they just roll with Drew Locke and a draft pick, mm-hmm. you know, for 2022. 
I think everyone will just the the closer you get to 2023, like they're going to address it. They're not going to just stick with that if it's bad again. So as soon as they address the position, just going to go back up. I mean, it was the same situation with Denver. Ever, you know, it was those guys that volume was that volume was going to go up no matter who they added at QB, whether it was signed a free agent and Jameis Winston or drafted a guy early. The get the guy I understand it wasn't named Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater, so it was going to be you know an increase. So um, yeah. you know we'll we'll see. We'll talk about uh, the rankings and things as we get into the off further into the offseason but um some fun stuff uh there for sure it felt like a dynasty trade it felt like a fantasy football trade almost yeah, you know it did um, <laughs> you don't see it those did. those franchise quarterbacks move very often yeah you had all the picks a couple players you yeah. know and then and then denver's like well you got to give me a fourth back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i know i love how that was just tossed in there so <laughs> Uh, a few other, uh, as far, here's the other kind of news items that, uh, we can just touch on whenever we want here. What Carson Wentz was traded to Washington for a couple picks. Uh, we had Ro- Aaron Rodgers. What was Rogers the return the- on that? I didn't see it. It was two thirds, like conditional, um, Oof. and condition two conditional. Like thirds. one was one. It will be, it will be th- one, I believe is going to be a third. And then the other third could be a second if he reaches that uh-huh. 70% threshold or something with, uh, Playing time. Playing time. Okay. I mean, I, I, I did somebody, I threw this in a random chat trying to see if anyone else wanted to do the homework, but I finally, I did see it on Twitter. Like 12 total draft picks have been involved in trades that have involved the team trying to acquire Carson Wentz ever, you know, when you go back to the Eagles trading up for him, Indy trading for him and now Washington trading for him. So, I mean, this guy has just been bouncing all over the place and still he's 29 and hasn't, you know, hasn't is he twenty nine already? Yeah, wow. Yeah. He came out a little is he older. Really? Yeah, he, he did come yeah. out old. You're right. But um, I mean, it's got to be him at this point, right? <laughs> and immediately, it was on the athletic. It's not me. It's you. Trade. <laughs> immediately after the trade, this whole article came out about how like everyone in Indy hates him. You know, and all yeah. this stuff that was like pretty much copy paste what they were saying about him in Philly was yeah. what they were saying about him in Indy after one year. So, I mean, I mean I've been I've been calling him one of two things. For about a year and a half now, and that's either the Tin Man because he's got no heart, or the Gutless Wonder. Yeah, I mean that a couple of those interceptions that he barfed up this year were just, you know, that lollipop interception at the end of that. Actually, he did that twice where he's just falling <laughs> down at the, and he's at the goal line. Yeah, God, yeah. there's just no more clueless thing in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just I don't I just don't understand him. Yeah. I, and and I mean I like I I can only use idioms to describe him because I just don't truly understand him. He's 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 both thick-headed and a child. And yeah. and and he's just like really what what bothered me most about him is that it was absolutely 100% clear that he was unwilling to compete with a second rounder. Mm-hmm. When he was the incumbent Right. You know, somebody that they traded up for and was in, and were a hundred percent behind, mm-hmm. unwilling to accept the challenge of any competition at all whatsoever. Ridiculous, mm-hmm. right? You know, I, yeah. I, right there, that told me that man, this is not our quarterback, and I just well, I, at that point could not get rid of him fast enough. <laughs> and the fact that we got a first and a third for him, you know, I feel bad for Memphis and the rest of the indie fans, but thanks. Yeah, it. It definitely uh, it, de- it worked out for Philly moving on. We'll see if it works out here. I, I mean, mm. when you, uh, it, I think the it'll just be interesting to see as we track this. 
there's a lot of teams, you know, that are looking for quarterbacks still. We're talking about a quarterback class that isn't extremely uh, top heavy to say it kindly, I guess. But, you know, you look at the Colts, now Seattle, you still have the Saints with question marks, Tampa, unless they can lure Tom out, Pittsburgh. I mean, there there's a lot of these teams and it's it's not just the bottom dwelling teams, right? You usually see year to year like, okay, yeah, well, Jacksonville's still looking or all oh, the Jets are still looking. Like these are some some teams that have been successful that are trying to find a quarterback and not just, you know, uh, oh, somebody to replace somebody. They're looking for a guy that they're going to have to lean on right now. Yeah. So gonna be interesting um you know i said this not to not to blatantly shamelessly plug our show (laughs) dynasty war games at dwc underscore war games (laughs) (laughs) no seriously though like i said this a couple weeks ago when we had jerry on i i refuse to believe at least at the time that um as good a gm as chris ballard is is gonna get rid of wentz and not have a plan to replace him with a veteran Mm -hmm. they're they just have a ready to win roster you know they have a really good defense and they have an excellent offensive line you know if if you go into the draft and you get a couple weapons that actually work that's kind of where they've missed right mm-hmm. I, you know or or sign a player or two in free agency because they're always good with the cap as well mm-hmm. so like i i just wh- what's the move now are they the ones that are going to get jimmy g right yeah, I mean, and, he's the yeah. only. I, I'd rather have him than Wentz. So if that's his move, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and maybe he just kind of kicks the can forward until he can get his guy. Mm-hmm. But do do you see them drafting a, a rookie this year? I mean, the good thing. Well, that, they don't even have their first. No, right. That's the thing. So I think they have. They're going to be a. They're a stopgap team. You know, they should be. You know, looking for that veteran to see if they can get through this year and. You know, this was a team that should have been a playoff team. You know, they're talented enough that, you know, that they should be able to squeak in when we have you have seven damn teams now making the playoffs. So as far as that goes, I think that they'll be a I could see them being the biggest candidate out of maybe Pittsburgh too. like Pittsburgh should be, in my opinion, too, yeah. like going to get a guy. But like, you know, when you look at like New Orleans or Seattle, like I could see those teams just saying like, F it, we're, we're just going to ride with whoever the hell is the cheapest. And that's our quarterback in name only, but we're not really depending on this. I mean, like Seattle's obviously gave, gave up two of the faces of their franchise in a day. New Orleans is in cap hell um, after the, and their head coach left them high and dry. So like there's some situations where I don't think everyone's going to just look for the bandaid. Right. But I think the Colts are a team that they're going to do their best, I think, to fill that. And, and we'll see. Um, But it's going to be interesting. We got a long way to go still with free agency in the draft, but Right. Uh, I wonder I don't think if the Colts have the firepower to go get anybody in the draft unless you know it's kind of like fall to them type of thing, right? That, right. That would seem I wonder like, if they think they can get Win- J- maybe Jameis Winston, but yeah. That, I know, that's a risky uh, proposition right there. Yeah. My Mike uh in a chat pointed out uh trade for Jordan Love, maybe, you know, uh Jimmy Didn't they G's spend a first though. on him. Uh, I I think uh it would be it would be really interesting to see what Green Bay would actually accept, you know, accept for him, you know, like, yeah. you know, after they drafted after, him in the first round, right? Yeah, At the end of the first. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, Love was a first rounder, so hmm. you know, do they? And he's know, going into his second? third year. Yep, I wouldn't feel any pressure to trade him if I were. Yeah, there. I mean, especially if uh, I know they initially came out and said Rogers signed that contract extension, and he's like, "No, I didn't." You know, so it's just like oh, if I you know, I mean, I. 
if you're looking at one more year of Aaron, like one year guaranteed of Aaron Rodgers, you know, maybe you just sit on him, you know, yeah. you get, you get love for two more, you know, you can just pick up the fifth year option. Maybe, you know, rather than uh, what, what can the Colts give you this, their second and fourth, or right. I, I'd rather just hold them. Yeah, exactly. So lots of quarterback shuffling still to go on here. Um, yeah. Of the franchise, I'm going to roll um, the franchise tags for the offensive players. Uh, Adams, Godwin, Gasicki, Schultz, and uh, David Njoku uh, were all tagged by their teams. So did any of one of those surprise you or jump out as far as fantasy relevance? Who was, what was your favorite there? Yeah. It, it, I mean, okay. You asked me three questions. <laughs> so. All right. We'll I, jump, what, which one jumped out to you the most out of those? Well, so Njoku, so Godwin. It, okay, Njoku when they're in, in like the next report is they're intent on keeping Austin Hooper and it's a low passing volume offense. And so, I mean, what, I don't know what the franchise is for, for for a tight end what is a seven or eight million it was, probably. It was like it was like 10 or 11 oh wow so you're gonna pay 10 or 11 million for a blocking tight end that he's not that great a blocker and <laughs> i mean he's very athletic but it's not a passing offense and your quarterback sucks and you still have chubb and cream hunt and it runs through them and mm-hmm. i just that surprised the hell out of me i don't know why the hell they made that move it makes no sense to anybody yeah. and you just gave austin hooper the high the highest yeah. contract for a tight end like just a year ago or whatever like, I don't know what that one sucked because I wanted Joker to go somewhere else. Like, yeah, talked about it last week on the I did my top 10 rankings at each position for 2022. And some of these guys being tagged like a staying in in Miami Schultz staying in Dallas, especially with the rumors now that Cooper could be on the move. Like those guys were like, all right, I can those guys enter the I'm cool with them, you know, uh, because. Last week when I did that show, it was seven guys. And after that, I was like, I hate everybody. All these guys, no, I don't like this. But with some of these guys entering the fold, it's like, okay. And one of the things with Njoku, I was like, if he lands somewhere else, that'd be great, you know? Right. Uh, And then he stays in Cleveland. And that, yeah, that one was just dumbfounded. I couldn't, I couldn't figure that out. Yeah, he's um, a borderline cut on a dynasty roster. As far as <laughs> yeah, like I, I, how long can you just wait around for this guy, you know, yeah. to get get free pretty much that's what you're looking for because it's not going to happen in cleveland like and he and the weird thing was like we've heard all these things of him wanting out before and you know and then he's then a month later no no i'm cool i, re- I want to be yeah here. And it's just like so yeah that's another getting, thing yeah. i talked about last week is I, I thought that you know that sound that's max of agent talk to me right mm-hmm. where where the the player is like oh man i i went out of this place and the agent's like no 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 shut up <laughs> yeah. tell everyone you love it here and i'll get you out yeah and that's what it sounded like to me and then that didn't well i mean they didn't let him happen mike kinney in chat wants to know if it's going to be a tag and trade but i don't remember a tag and trade in the nfl do you uh, it's just rare yeah it's yeah i i can't think of one offhand it it's not be, the nba you I, know and i don't know that you're yeah that you're gonna find somebody else that's like yeah i really want to pay Injoku. I mean, it's one of you obviously have to have an, uh, an extension there probably, right, to right. get that cap number down. Someone but, would have to love him, and he's yeah. a little old at this point. I yeah, I mean, I can't imagine that he would have been that uh, expensive even like last year, right, To for, for someone to acquire him before. But it's uh, that one just sucked because I was hoping there would be another name added uh, to the mix. Uh, Chad mentioned in the chat here about Evan Ingram. You know, he's somebody that – 
Uh, yeah, I like as far as a free agent class, you know, he was somebody that I've talked about on uh, my wish list podcast a few weeks ago. Like, you know, he's a guy that I still have hope for if he, you know, he can land somewhere decent. And now that Gasicki and Schultz are off the board, um, I, you know, I think Ingram's, pre- you know, the top target there at tight end. So, I mean, uh, as far as the free Oof. agents go, so Oof. we'll see, but. It's been. I how, mean, it's been how long we're waiting around on this kid. I'd rather have <laughs> Isaiah Likely. <laughs> it, it's going to be. Uh, I'm at least glad uh, for me the big the my favorite tag, which I hated as a Cowboys fan, but for a fantasy player, Schultz staying in Dallas, mm-hmm. especially again, and all this crap happened after I recorded, so I kind of was pissed because it like made my. It, if anyone's listening to me, like five days later, I was like, this guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. But like the Dallas situation has changed real damn quick. When a, a week ago, when I was recording this, I didn't know Blake Jarwin apparently can't move around. Like he's yeah, just he's done. He's he's done. So you yeah. have Cooper on the move, which again I thought with Gallup, you know, as a free agent, like I felt like one more year of Cooper at twenty million is fine. But apparently Dallas doesn't feel that way. Um, and then Schultz, it was just like, all right, I figure, you know, if I knew, you know, with Jarwin now, it hurt. Uh, and that being public and then Cooper on the move, like Schultz had to stay. There was not, they couldn't, they couldn't let him go. And for, but for fantasy purposes, I think he's going to be top eight tight end next year. I um, love him. In fan- I love him in fantasy. Yeah. yeah. So I, I hate it as a Cowboys fan, but as a fantasy owner, I'm like, all right, let's go. You know? Like, yeah. I, I mean, I love it. Fan. I love it as an Eagles fan that, that the Cowboys <laughs> made these decisions. I, I, I don't understand it. All right. So if I am running an NFL team, hmm. I want the elite player. Mm-hmm. Right, I'll pay twenty million dollars for Amari Cooper. Not a problem because I I think he's an elite wide receiver in the mm-hmm. NFL. Yeah, absolutely one of the top twelve talents at wide receiver in the NFL. And he's what twenty seven, about to be twenty eight. Yeah, he's in his prime. Yeah, these are his prime years, and you have him at market value. Why would yeah. you cut that? So, and and then you tag a. I think Dal- Dalton Schultz is uh, serviceable. Mm-hmm. You know, he can move. A little he can block a little and but but he's not an elite tight end no by any means no. you know so and then and then the other move is you're going to keep Gallup who's coming off an ACL and was yeah. always uh, a complimentary player anyway mm-hmm. right so you're going to keep two middle of the road players instead of an elite player no, yeah, thank you. I, exactly. I'll I'll keep the elite player and hope I hit on a guy in the fourth, third, fourth, fifth round, mm-hmm. you know, or bring in a cheap guy that I think can can perform. Cole Beasley's looking for a trade. I'll bet you. I bet you he'll take a million dollar contract. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I just I just think there's a, a lot of guys out there that can do the. I mean, Cole Beasley's not the same type of receiver as Gallup, but I think there's a lot of guys that can fill that role. Yeah, it's good. It to me, I it just like with everything being so open for Dallas, you know, I was, as far as like so many guys hitting the market, getting rid of Cooper was not something I thought they would do. You know, last year it sounded great, you know, but then when you fast forward a little bit it's like, all right, well, your backup plan, who's also a free agent towards ACL, you know, in the last game of the year. So I don't know if you want. That as an Eagles fan, it makes me much less scared of the offense. <laughs> it really does. And I, I yeah. you know, I'm not going to give you a, I'm not going to dog Dak or anything, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't help his case to downgrade his, you know, he's still got CD lamb who I think is an absolutely one of the top elite talents in the NFL, but you have to stack talent in the NFL. Mm -hmm. 
So, yeah. you know, I, it just, it, I, it does, it does not scare me. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely makes me less afraid of the Dallas offense. Yeah. And they sputtered down the stretch too. So um, they weren't really firing on all cylinders. So I, I'm hoping that, you know, that maybe some of this equals CD Lamb seeing 160 targets. That'd be great. Um, but as far as, as a Cowboys fan, like these aren't necessarily uh, Super Bowl winning moves, especially when you're asking your best, well, maybe your second best defensive player now that you have Micah uh, player to take a pay cut. But uh, I, I guess enough of me complaining about my Cowboys. But yeah, um, let, let's. Uh, let's <laughs> no, let's I shift, love it. <laughs> let's shift gears and uh, talk. Let's complain about some other stuff. Let's talk yeah, about let's do it. Th- this is a little tug in cheek. Um, and hopefully people realize that. Uh, what the things we hate about dynasty fantasy football. So I love and full disclosure, like I love dynasty. I, when I started this podcast, whatever, seven years ago, like I super redraft oriented. Um, this podcast continues to be a little bit more redraft oriented, obviously, especially when we get in the season and draft season in August, but it's gotten to the point too, where like my dynasty leagues outnumber my redraft leagues two to one. Um, you know, so, uh, there's definitely a lot of things to love about dynasty and the fact that it keeps you entertained all year long. And we're talking about all this stuff in March uh, and we got rookie season just hot and heavy on us right now as well. But I think there's just with anything, there's things that we would like to see improve. We'd like to see better, whether that be, you know, just from the league down or how it's the game's played overall, or, you know, from start to finish it, this is pretty open conversation. So uh, I'll kick it. uh, If you want to, if you're a cool bat and lead off here, Jesse, yeah. Uh, what was something that came to mind when I threw this topic out there? Like what's something that you, you know, would love to see change? Like what, what do you, what is something that, uh, you know, grinds your gears about this game? We all love, but what, what, what could we hate about this stuff a little bit? Yeah. And I'm with you. I mean, I'm a diehard, um, uh, redraft guy. I, I started with rotisserie baseball. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that also built my love for building teams. Right. So, you know, I'm, I'm a relative newbie to, to dynasty of three, four years now. But I, I guess I, maybe I have a little more of a, of a fresh look at things than, than some of the guys that have been in for a long time. Uh, I'll tell you one thing that bugs me, I, and, and, and I'm with you because I love Dynasty. I, I'm really, I really have the fever, and I, I mean, it, it, it allows me to play fantasy football year-round. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. You know, I used, to, I used to take this, you know, four- or five-month break and be rusty as hell when I came back and not <laughs> remember anything. So, yeah. you know, it's great. It helps me play all year round, but you know, there are some things that really bug me and, and really, really grind my gears. So one thing is when something happens, like Russell Wilson gets traded to the Broncos, we all know that's great mm-hmm. for Russell Wilson, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, and every other weapon on, on the Broncos. And we all know that that sucks for Seattle. Right. So, have a little savvy about your game, okay? And don't don't put Jerry Judy on the trade block immediately after that trade happens, please. It just <laughs> freaking annoys me, man. Come on, just have a little savvy. We all know that everybody. We're not. We don't play dynasty fantasy football because we don't give a shit about what happens in the off season. We all know it just happened. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to catch somebody sleeping on something like that, then shame on you, man. You know, that's not, that's not like you, you win in fantasy or, you know, in dynasty by like having better values on players and, 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 and maybe, 
you know, winning a trade by a bit here and there, but you don't win by trying to, you know, cheat somebody because a trade just happened. They didn't hear it, you know, just Mm -hmm. relax a little. Mm -hmm. We all know his value went up. Let the trade, let the draft happen. Let's get in the preseason and then start, you know, once the reports come out that Jerry Judy looks great with Russell Wilson, media connection with, all right, then start making some offers, but don't put them on the trade block. Oh, and that's another thing in general, the trade block. God. <laughs> so there's a league. I'm, I'm glad that you're not in this league because uh, only for this reason, this, and this is a good buddy of mine, John Glenn shout out. Uh, he does a podcast over uh, P2W network and he talked about some trades I made this week. So I'll give him a shout out for giving me one too, but the great league, love these guys. But in this league on Sundays, when third string running back from, you know, uh, the Cardinals scores a touchdown, right? You know, Joe Blow RB, when he scores, that owner runs and puts him on the trade block. Right? Like, and it's like a joke now. Like, so the trade <laughs> block is, it's a complete waste. Like, I, I was actually right. trying to make legit trades this week. I pulled the trade block and then like, you know, you got freaking like, you know, Quez Watkins on here or, you know, Craig Reynolds is still on the trade block because, Craig Reynolds had a hundred yard game, you know, in week 12 or whatever. So he's right. on the trade block. So like anytime something happens, like, you know, listen, I know that Craig Reynolds <laughs> is on the trade block. And if my team is desperate enough that I need trade Craig Reynolds, I will make you a stupid offer. Okay. You stupid, yeah. stupid. <laughs> I love it. The hell out of me. Yeah. <laughs> it It's funny because I've gotten a little like old man, get off my lawn. A li- like, I, can, I can feel it. Like <laughs> yeah. it's, it just and I wish it wasn't this way, but I feel like now everyone knows everything, and it's this isn't right. like you know you're smart like oh you're a no. We're not it's, working off of magazines. Anymore. Yeah, we're all plugged in. <laughs> Everybody knows, and the leagues that we're all in. If you listen to a damn fantasy football podcast, especially if you're watching us live at ten thirty Eastern, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> like you're not surprised by this stuff. You know what this this move equals this. You know I'm not so that's why I don't come on here and be like. By Tyler Lockett, real low, like no shit. Like everyone already knows, you know. What and if you didn't like if you don't like Tyler Lockett now, you didn't like it before, like whatever. But like the the as far as like the flows and value, we see it all the time, you know, like uh where it's just we've all gotten accustomed to just being so plugged in. I I think it's just uh it's just funny because when I see somebody out there like trying to have a hot take about something, I'm like, okay. Like, I don't, I don't know what you, I don't know. I don't get this anymore. So I wish I, I always joke around my like people, like in other league chats, like I wish I could like download all this stuff out of my brain, say like put on a flash drive somewhere or whatever. And like, just live as a normal average. I am in a work league with my buddies, you know, like, but I can't, you know, because I just like, now I'm like at, you know, I see Matthew Berry on TV talking. I'm like, yeah, don't, I already know. Get out of here. Like, I don't need you, you know, anymore. And it's just like, and it's yeah. less about that. And, you know, yeah. and there was a, at one point I was starved for like when, when fantasy football shows and podcasts first started coming out, mm-hmm. I was starved for every single one of them. Yeah. And I was like hanging on every word that Matthew Berry said. <laughs> I was I'm I mean? with you. I was with you, man. <laughs> and, and now at this point, like, I, I love everybody in the fantasy space because, we're, you know, we're, we're all working from love. Mm-hmm. This is, yeah. this is a, this, yeah, this is all we're all this is all of our passion. So I'm not going to name any names, but there's some guys out there that are just clowns. 
You know, that like yes. they're trying to be clowns and then their their advice at this point is dangerous. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, I don't want to get on that diet. It, it's uh it it's just uh <laughs> it's funny, man, it, it, how this game, you know, how it changes you because I think it if you can if you can make, get over that hump of being like a diehard in this game and still enjoy it, you know, with all this other stuff going on, right? People, you know, acting like, you know, they're funny because they put Jerry Judy on the trade block or whatever. Like, you know, you're, you're in a good spot. You know, once that stuff starts getting too annoying, it's like, oh, geez, you know, hope, I don't want this to be not fun anymore. Like, this is a passion, right? So, yeah, um, absolutely. Well, that's when you need to take a, a couple months off. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't need to take any time off from fantasy football. I love it. I don't mm-hmm. ever get burnt out. I, I, there's always a, like a new challenge for me, mm-hmm. you know, and I always love just going through my teams. But some people get to that point And, hey, man, take a couple mm-hmm. months off. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, check, check, just please just check your alerts. If I send you (laughs) an offer. Right. Uh, So one of the, and so some of the stuff that I have, I have a couple things that uh, this came to mind, which actually these were things that brought up the whole idea. So um, interested in your feedback, what you run into. And the first one at the top, this is the whole thing that started this thought process as I'm and this is what I do. I just sit around and think about stuff I can talk about on this show, um, especially this time of year. Cause I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be talking rookies on the SmackDown. Sorry. Like I'll, I'll see you in April. You know, that's right just, on. that's not my thing. Uh, right I don't want to pretend it's my thing. You know, go listen to Dallas or somebody else, not me. But um, the one thing in dynasty, I love this game, but I always, I feel like there's gotta be a better way for us to, add those moments a little bit more like in my longtime keeper league, right. It's still, it's pretty diehard. The guys are good. Like it's a redraft keeper league. And there's just that time, you know, in August, right. We got our, our draft date. We all show up. We're hanging out. It's a great time in dynasty. It's like the startup, right? 30 rounds buckle in after that for eternity, all you will have is a four to five round rookie draft. And, you know, hope we'll, we'll interact in the message board, but that event, it will never happen again. And that's like the thing to me, it's like really tough. It's like, you know, and I think that's honestly why leagues just folded because you just like, you're talking, you know, even three, four years, I think is a really good run for a dynasty league, to be honest. Like if you're not really, you know, if you don't have prior relationships. Mm-hmm. So like for me, I've tried to come up with some interesting ways. We can talk about it here, but like that lack of events is a really tough thing because you don't have that draft day, right? Yeah. You know, you're going to have, yeah, yeah, you have draft day, four, four rounds, five rounds. And there's right. three or four guys that give, you know, that are really invested in those first two round rookie picks. Beyond that, it's just like, you know, just, oh, two, two at, well, you got, and then like everyone just laughs about how tiny he is. And like, that's the mm-hmm. moment and that's it. And you just move on and then you just, you know, <laughs> so like, have yeah. you run into that before? Have you done anything in other leagues, like um, you know, to try well, to, to supplement see, the fact that we don't have that, you know, draft yeah, day feel? Yeah, well, uh, it it doesn't happen a lot to me personally because of what I was about to tell you. Like how how you rectify that is you have me in your league. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Because <laughs> I just send offers and I'm just tweaking people constantly and I'm just yeah. looking at rosters. I'm looking at my roster and I don't care if I'm in 16 dynasty leagues. Mm-hmm. I will work on a roster for for two, three days and then move on to another roster for two, three days. 
And like one of the things I do is I, I, I'll send offers to 10 players, you know, uh, 10, 10 GMs will get offers for me in a week because I'm trying to do something. Mm -hmm. I'm always trying to do something right. I'm always trying to make my team better and it's not always going to work. You know, one of the big things that I tried to do um, was add Calvin Ridley. And I I just, I thought it was a mental health thing. I didn't realize that he was an asshole and (laughs) you know, that he's Pete Rose and he's goddamn lucky that he's not suspended. Like he's not banned for life. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I'm always like, like I said, it doesn't always work out, but I'm always trying to do something. So like that, that's my advice is to be that person. Right. Just um, one thing that, and and I'll give a lot of credit to one of my podcast hosts, uh, Mike Casper, he commissions a few leagues that I'm in and he's constantly posting articles from the NFL or blurbs from Twitter or just funny gifts or just, um, hey, is it funny when this happened in our league at this point? Like, you just always constantly, like, um, just keep trying to keep the chat going and just trying to keep some activity in the league, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like even in your um, less active leagues, a lot of times you'll have guys that are afraid to be the first one to, like, jump out there and make a trade. But mm-hmm. If you have a trade, like if a big trade goes down, then it inspires other big trades. And I've seen it in Patreon, DWZ Patreon leagues. Mm-hmm. We like Patreon for league one day last off season or the off season before. We, we had twenty four trades in one day. <laughs> it was freaking nuts, right? Yeah, I'm not gonna say that one trade is gonna inspire that in your league, but you know, yeah. just getting getting things moving. Mm-hmm. You know, can inspire other things. There, and that's, I, I mean, that's really my 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 only advice is to be that guy. There's you a know, domino effect for, other for sure. There's a domino effect for sure. I've I've seen like it all. I, I rarely, especially this time of year, rarely do you see like one trade happen. Usually, like you know, we had a I had a league that no one had done sh- anything in this league for last six weeks, and then I made a trade, and like within an hour, there were two more trades. You know, and you know, so it's just like. It's yeah. uh that is obviously the best way to to uh overcome some of that staleness but um Absolutely. and Chad in the chat some guy named Chad Mendoza not sure if you you know this guy um I've heard of him but he he read <laughs> and he stole my 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 big uh finish here but if you ever feel like this is happening to you um uh where you're not uh you know you're the stale roster maybe even or like the idea of like these you know, where it's just rookie rookie drafts aren't satisfying enough. They're not a sponsor of this show. Um, I will I will add on to that this is not a cheap product um either. Like it's even MFL. If you're if you're complaining about $80 for my fantasy league, reality sports online is probably not the best place for you because I think they're they bump their price up again, but their product is super unique. Um, and honestly, it's my favorite way to play any type of fantasy football. Um, but they, that uh, reality sports online is a contract, uh, based league where you're utilizing a salary cap as well. I've been in other leagues where there is no salary cap, it's just contracts. But in those leagues, you have this idea that players contracts will expire. You're going to have an off season on reality sports online. It's an auction 
Um, but you could figure out ways to, in essence, try to kick players back into the player pool where, you know, whether it's the same draft as your rookie draft, whether it's a separate draft is a way to kind of recycle players a little bit more definitely adds to, uh, to the fun. Um, now there's, there's obviously good and bad of, of all those things, but I found too, that in those types of leagues, it's a lot, the, the trades are honestly a lot more fun because it's not just like, you know, like right now, like I'm trying to, uh, if you're in a league and you're trying to trade DeAndre Hopkins, right? Everybody knows like, well, he's old. So why would I want him? Right. But yeah, I'll give you a if, late second, maybe. Yeah. Afford. So it's just like, what are you, what are you going to do? Right. But you know, you may have like, Hey, if he's, you know, if his con, if his, if it's a salary cap, like if his contract's cheap, right. Or hey, it's expiring anyway after this year. So I only, I'm, he's all, I'm only in hook for him for 2022. You know, that makes a difference. So it adds like another layer as opposed to like, this guy's old and this guy's not old. You know, so like the the control on those players makes a difference. So if you've never dabbled in that, um, it's it's a fun way to play. The purists won't really love it because they're just like, well, I build my teams for life. And when I drafted Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, he was my QB for 37 yeah. years. It's like that doesn't <coughs> happen, you know. So yeah. uh, it, it's a it's an interesting that's way a, to play as another layer. That's a stubborn outlook. Kind of. <laughs> it really it really is. Uh, um, I, I would I would say like. I, I haven't dabbled yet, but I want to. And and mm-hmm. Chad's actually been threatening to start one of these leagues for a year now. So, well, dude, if he starts an RSO league, I'm dude. You, you okay. just write me in. I mean, I, Mike I and I two, are Mike I and I are auto committed, so that's four. <laughs> so we have four right now. Let's do it, man. <laughs> it it's honestly like I said, uh, not they don't sponsor this. I see no nothing from them, but I it's my favorite way to play. Like honestly, auction. I mean, there you go right there. It's already better uh, than everything else. But the contract situation is is just it makes it so f- fresh, you know, and uh, so like and you and uh, so like when we have our offseason auction, you know, your co- players are constantly getting, you know, placed back in the pool, but there's still franchise tags. So you can keep your teams fairly intact for a certain time. But eventually, like you're just going to, you know, just like the NFL, like you're just going to run out of money. Right. All these guys are going to keep getting more expensive. Um, so you got to figure out. It's interesting to me. It's, it's, it's like franchise mode and Madden to me. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love. By yes. The way. Uh, I, I'm, I'm even worse with, with MLB, the show I have. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> on my PS4, I have a, I have a season saved still. Um, I think I'm in 2062. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I had a lot of time over pandemic. By the way. That's, that's pretty awesome. I, my the worst I man I wish that that that's a lot of commitment. I remember yeah. the worst I ever and by I say the worst I mean the most like I ever committed. I remember I back this had to be I was on PlayStation Two, so I had it on a memory card that eventually nice. got corrupted. My entire life went right, up in flames, right, right. But, oh uh, my I, god! I, I remember oh, I, that's the worst. It was dude. It was so bad. I remember I had this was back when Vic was on the Falcons. So I remember I played. Franchise mode with the Cowboys, of course, and then I play, and then I you could control multiple franchises. So I had the Cowboys and I had the Falcons, and I remember I played. I was like eight seasons deep. I played every game, like for okay. both teams. Yeah, and, you can't do that in baseball. By oh way. no, definitely not in baseball. That was the one. That was the only reason I think I never got into baseball games, even though the show is awesome. I, I'm not. I, my buddy has it, so I like kind of play off his a bunch, but like. Hmm. Uh, and they, they've definitely made it more enjoyable. I remember back in the day, there weren't options. Either you're like play or not, you know? Right. Um, but like with Madden, yeah, I, I remember committing to that and it was, it was a good time, but 
Anyway, uh, Rally Sports Online tried out contract salary cap. That's it's a good time. I'll sell. I'll do a little little plug. Um, I started. I'm still. This is only the third year of the first iteration of this, but um, I started these leagues called Russian Roulette. Um, in essence, what that is is that every year and. <laughs> some people don't have the balls to play in this league, to be honest, because every year I got these people that want to change the rule, but the rule is every off season, as soon as the season ends, all four positions uh, in essence are one of them is killed off, quote unquote, meaning that that entire position group is dumped into the draft pool with the incoming rookie class. Wow. So at any time you're all your players, your quarterbacks just be tossed in. And you There's don't no, know which position you don't know. There's no way to predict. It's no random, one's safe. Right? There's no protecting anyone. It's random. Wow. Now, of course, I got people that like want to protect one player or like don't like, oh, well, QBs were last year. So it's got to be the other three only. I like QBs should be excluded. So like I, 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 and it's, it's been painful, man. Like this last year, I had a team that had Watson, uh, Burrow and Herbert gone, killed into the pool, mm. done, you know? And mm. I'm sitting there like, how am I going to get, I can't get these guys back. Like, I don't, <laughs> you know, so it's uh you go sign them back yeah what is it a draft it's a draft pool it's a draft so yeah like i i and so like first round picks in this league yeah there was everything it could be yeah i mean it could be jonathan taylor it could be right you know travis kelsey you know you never know like it's not just the rookies so um yeah like you could you could trade you know, you could you could trade Swift for one first round pick. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And you could and you could make that and you if you made that trade in the season, you could trade a first rounder for Swift, but then Swift could get tossed back into the pool. Like you could literally That's, trade for no, yeah. Wow, you could <laughs> yeah, you could trade for your player back. It's That's I tell crazy. people when they when these things like this is just pure chaos. Like it's not meant to be fair, you know. So there's obviously I think that's a little extreme to be honest. I think you could find a different What's ways the to buy in on that league? Uh, I, I think I, what I think I did, maybe the last one might've been 50. I have four of them now. Um, 50 the, might be a little the, steep. The first couple I did, like I only that. did 25. Cause I was just yeah. like, I don't, this could completely suck. I have no idea. Yeah. Like I had, I might want to do that as a $10. I, I did a $10 with some of the Patreon members and they, it was, that one was a lot of fun. This is going into year two. So I can't remember which position got killed, but, um, it's, it's entertaining. So it it's was the same uh, position for everyone. It's the same position for everybody. So, okay. like, I did one league where there were no posi- required positions. So, like, you could just load, you could just completely ignore oh, okay. a position. You know, it's so, like we had one guy that uh, went full, like, no running backs on his team. Like, he didn't even own one. And right. then receivers got killed. So, like, all his receivers. Uh, got <laughs> so, like, it's. Yeah, you're it's, making uh, that bet. If, if it was running backs, right. He's, well, he's Then you're golden. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, it's fun and uh but again this i mean this is the stuff i'm just like trying to come up with like how to figure out you know uh one last thing that's on that fun. i mean that's i mean yeah. that's not a seriously no it, it's it's just a yeah it, it's there's a lot of luck to it for sure yeah. one other way if you're like still trying to keep it super traditional if you're trying to add a few more like events to your to your league one thing that i did in one league i'm if the problem is i commission too many of my damn leagues so like i don't want to be the one <laughs> to keep track of this stuff but I'm in a league that the rookie draft is split. So the first two rounds are like in end of April, early May, like when everyone's doing rookie drafts, but then three through five are like in August. Hmm. So like that, those third rounders get traded a ton because like you're positioning yourself for like day two, quote unquote. Right. Yeah. So 
it's That's interesting. It's, it's kind of yeah. It, it definitely makes it a little more fun, you know. And just then you have more info if you're in in a, you know mini camps and and mm-hmm. training camp and stuff. So that yeah, because yeah. like third rounders can definitely jump up at that point. Yeah, That's that. I like that a lot. Yeah. So that if you're just, if you're more in a league, that's going to be, have a hard time, uh, uh, throwing or, you know, adding some of this other stuff. I totally get it. But even if you're in a league, the long running league, that's something you could put in your, you know, change it up and super easy. So, um, that's not, it doesn't what? change the, how it's played. It just creates a little bit more time where you guys are getting connected. Right. And honestly, more time for trades, like draft day trades are the best, you know, like yeah. I love like trading on draft day, Usually I'm the guy trading away my picks, so that's how it works. But um, you know, just think Cheers about having that too. gap in between. Heck yeah, dude. Like, see ya. You wanna you wanna be the one to press the button? Go right ahead. I'm just gonna get them from you later. <laughs> <laughs> so um that anyway, so that, that's like that's my biggest thing. We're spending a lot of time on that, but um there's some there's some tips for you guys. Uh, so what one more thing to add real yeah. quick that I've been thinking of as you've been talking is I you you're talking about how to add events and that's great. And that's, that's an excellent way to, you know, generate activity, but also make the draft an event, you know, make your rookie draft an event, offer a zoom, you know, uh, on the zoom, you know, encourage people to be like, so like if I were the commissioner and I wanted to, you know, or if it was my league and I wanted to drum up a support, or if it's just a league that was dead, and I want to drum up support. I'd be like, Hey guys, I'm going to have a zoom or a house party, you know, let, let's hang out during the draft and have a good time. I'm going to be drinking this and eating this. What are you guys going to be drinking and eating that kind of thing? And just mm-hmm. try to try to make it a party over, you know, you know, uh, over different, you know, like we do mm-hmm. now that it's a pandemic, we understand how to do that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> like we've all done it with our family and friends anyway. So why mm-hmm. not do it with the draft? Yeah, it's definitely uh any, I have a handful of like leagues, even dynasty leagues are all like home leagues, like where everyone's around, you know, so we try to meet for those. The Zoom things are huge. Like I even like, you know, we'll do, I have a few leagues where we throw out like happy hours, you know, once a month just to kind of get people in the same room. Yeah. The live nice. draft thing is, you know, even if it's over Zoom is, is a good time. Um, and yeah, just great ways to stay connected. Um, you know, and you mentioned uh, as far as like, you know, just keep in the chat, you know, I would. If you're, I've done this, this was before I did a podcast. I had a lot more time on my hands, but I do it now. I did it. I dedicated myself last year to doing this for leagues at commission, but I did this at one point for league. I didn't commission. I just wanted to keep the league active. Like I used to do like a article every week about the league, right? Like what was going on. So like this last year I did like a two, three minute video for every league. I, that I'm a commission for like best score of the league, who screwed up, what, what was a dumbass call this week? You know, who had the worst score? Like, you know, that type of thing, just to kind of keep people engaged. And that made a big difference. So if you're kind of somebody that, you know, wants to try to see your league make, be a little bit more active, you know, try to figure out something like that. I mean, hell, some of the, I mean, I'm there's, you hear about these podcasts that started off as just, oh, we just did this for our league, you know, so that you don't have to, you don't have to get the crazy. Fantasy footballers. Like, yeah. With Mike so it's Wright. Just like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that started out in like in their garage. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they happen to be some of the most entertaining guys. It definitely helps in the field. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, 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 you know, I, I'd love if I could play guitar like that guy, that'd be amazing too. <laughs> I know. And I, I remember even for this, like when I uh, switched up shows, um, I was trying to figure out how to, um, how to like a new intro or whatever. 
And yeah, I was just like, man, I wish I had any talent because I'm yep. like, I'm like, I'm trying to find somebody that can do this for me. Right. So <laughs> yeah, anyway, but um, one thing I actually got this from a few people. So I want to make sure I made the show. Okay. Somebody, some people were, I had a few people reach out to me and say like, the thing that they hate is tanking. And this is like the big, like you listen to any show. I listen to commission, commission possible where I was Scott fish and Ryan McDowell. Great podcast. If you're a commissioner, I commission too many damn leagues, so I have to listen. I feel obligated to do it. Um, but like tanking is like as soon as you talk dynasty, tanking is like the second word, right? If there's like a wow. word cloud, like I love you tanking. know. So what? So what's so what? Yeah, any what would you what would you do besides? I mean, is it just purely like get over it? Yeah. <laughs> or have you have you been in any mm-hmm. leagues that try to like hey we've tweaked yeah. this to make it not as yeah uh, bad, I, I, like, my, my home league you? yeah my home league is a one quarterback. Mm-hmm. 10 team dynasty league mm-hmm. um and they're they're real they're real strict <laughs> <laughs> i can just strict. i can just feel your like you just i can just see like all of the events just flashing into your yeah. mind like, oh my god like i can't believe i did yeah they're just stuff. real strict about other rules and mm-hmm. like they don't want anything to ever change or develop mm-hmm. or, or evolve at all mm-hmm. and tanking is a real no-no Right. And somebody lost a pick for not starting the right player one year. And I don't like that, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. um, he made he made a pretty good argument. But in the end, it was obvious that, like, he started a player that was on IR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> But he made a pretty good argument. He was lying his ass off. Mm-hmm. It was obvious. But, like, I don't care. Yeah. You know? If if you're willing to, if you're willing to, um, just donate your your buy-in, then yeah. so be it. Yeah. If you really think that's going to make you better in the future, and that's your strategy, great. You know, that's what I mean. Th- that's what sports teams do. You know, right. the NFL doesn't really tank because. It's such a money maker, and it's such a like teams change so much from year to year in the NFL. It it doesn't make sense to tank in the NFL, mm-hmm. right? But and and like some teams kind of do, you know, Miami and they tried anyway, did. yeah. <laughs> but it's and and it's like and the NFL draft is such a crapshoot, right? Mm-hmm. But MLB teams do it all the time, and yeah. NBA teams like the Sixers made it a. Six has made it a science, right? You know, Sam Hinkie like wrote a manifesto on tanking, and I agreed with every word he said in that. <laughs> by the way, I read the whole thing and loved it. Like, if that's your strategy, man, go for it. It doesn't mean it's gonna work. You know, you could tank for fucking. Sorry, <laughs> that's all right. I will. I'll, I'll blame. I'll blame you when we get kicked off here. Don't worry. <laughs> But you can blame you can you can tank for five years in a row and still be crappy, you know. Right, right, right. If you can't, if if you can't draft, then tanking doesn't matter, mm-hmm. right? And if you can't draft or trade, like you don't have to 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 draft well to to make tanking work. You can trade those picks for players that help your team. Mm-hmm. But if you can't do that, it doesn't matter, right? And not everybody is is has that talent. Mm-hmm. So fine. Try to tank, go for it. It makes my chances of winning better. Yep. I, and and there are teams that I'm tanking. 
right? And there, there's a, there's a league that I didn't set a, a lineup all season, and they don't have a rule against it. And nobody said a word, and I love mm-hmm. it. You know yeah, what? It's, it's completely within the rules. It's definitely yeah, and that's really it. I mean, uh, Mike in the chat said tank tanking can only be. Uh, he said if it's defined what tanking is, which yeah, I mean if if you have a if you have a, a league that's that worried about it and you want to define it and you want to prevent certain things, you know, I guess, but I'm more of the opinion of you, Jesse, like if you paid the entry fee mm-hmm. and, you know, and there's no collusion, right. Then who cares, you know? And, and the other thing that I, and this is a super pain in the ass thing. So if you ask your commissioner to do this, you better be on good terms. But one thing that I've tried to do, I haven't been successful this yet, but like the only, the only real negative I see about, tanking quote unquote is that the way league 12 t a 12 team league works out is that somebody's playing that tanking team more than once right mm-hmm. by a standard schedule so like okay yeah, that that's the only thing that i don't like about it but there's, there's there's also a good chance there's more than one tanking team correct correct so if, and there's uh, so much randomness to fantasy anyway <laughs> there i don't i don't really care if that's like i net i don't I don't care at all about my yeah. schedule. I, I think and, the, like my fantasy schedule, I don't care. Right. And I put, I put very little stock in NFL strength of schedule because mm-hmm. that changes from week to week anyway, from like who's playing and like who's not playing and what adjustments that offensive and offenses and defenses make anyway. Mm-hmm. Like strength of schedule is. Yes. If, if you want to get away from that, uh, and actually, Mike, uh, what did he? I lost your comment, buddy, but I know I, I saw here. Uh, he re- he referenced potential points, um, which is an easy thing you can actually find on Sleeper. I'm in a league that uses that, so even if you're a team that like you want to lose, so you don't start your best players, uh, is that like we you potential points is factored in to your draft position. Yeah, um, it makes so, like, setting a lineup irrelevant. Basically. Yeah, so. If you want to do that. The other thing, as far as like I mentioned, as far as like teams getting to play that those tanking teams more than others. If you have a spot, your last playoff spot pretty much is committed to total points uh, and not record. Then I think you solve that without having to dick around with the schedule. I was in one league where like you played everybody like, and this was back when it was a 13 team regular season, but you played everybody once that was 11 games. And then the two weeks were all plays. So like that, help to balance that but like i actually that is a huge pain in the ass if you're a commissioner so like i've what i've gone to in all my leagues is like i don't care about tanking i don't address it i don't care but what i how i did that was that record for that last playoff spot doesn't matter it's just whoever has the most points that's not already in and honestly the majority of the time it's the team that's in sixth anyway but that kind of helps like in case it came down to one game difference and this guy got to play the sucky team twice and this guy got to play the best, had to play the best team twice, you know, if his team's better on points, you know, and that, and that actually creates more fun too, as far as total points. Cause I've seen some leagues where like there's four teams in it at the end, you know, versus, you know, Oh, well this, you know, it's more like one or two for that last playoff spot. But anyway, the tanking thing is not as to me and apparently to just do, which I think we're on the same, like don't care. As long as it's not against the rules, if it's not, if you're not violating yeah, it, anything, I don't really care. As long as it's not collusion, that's the one right. thing that I can't tolerate. And obviously yeah. no one can. That's, yeah. I mean, as long as there's no dishonesty, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm in a bunch of those leagues where they, where they, where I'm in a bunch of potential point leagues and I'm in a bunch of leagues where, you know, you play the median. Oh, um, yeah. Every week as well. Mm-hmm. 
I, I don't prefer that, to be honest. I'd, I'd rather just uh, fantasy football is random. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, we, we just accept it, set your best lineup, and just try to have a little zen about it. Yep. You know what I mean? Have you, uh, well, the, la- the last thing I had was, and, th- and this is one of maybe I don't have a solution for, so I was going to throw it out there, see if you've run into this. I had an idea, but I don't know if this sucks or not. I've never actually done this, and I literally came up with it two minutes before the show. Um, but, uh, owners that are just MIA. Um, now I'm definitely, I will say I'm definitely a person like I'm not in all my chats all the time. I, unfortunately, that's just not what I can do. Right. So yeah, uh, same. I I'm known to like be out of it. I'll open my, I'm like, Oh my God, these guys have been going at it all day. Like I can't do that, but I'm talking about guys yeah, that I are just those like, conversations. Compl- a lot compl- of yes. I'm talking about guys that are just gone, like don't show, you know, barely make their picks, just not even involved in the chat, not making any trades. Have you, um, you know, but, and I've been in, and I'll, that's I'll, a I'll tough put, one. I'll put that's up my a really tough hat on for a sec. I have a league where this dude doesn't, I don't know that he gives two shits. Like he's, mm. but for years, as soon as I put out there, like, Hey, just making sure everybody's coming back. Right. So I know I have to have fill spots. He's the first guy to be like, I'm in and here's my money. And I'm like, <laughs> Why do you keep paying for this? Like, does he, you have like there's does no he entertainment. Make trades is he competitive? No, does nothing. No trades. Barely makes it like he always finishes like sixth or seventh because you know <sighs> all the other owners are either going for it or not. So it's like, have you ever like have you ever done anything to try to? I mean, it sucks. Know? Yeah, I mean, some people are just uninvested. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy like that, if he he's like, I'm in, I'm paying. Mm-hmm. I, I find it hard to say you're out. You yeah. know what I mean? I I can't. I really I can't. Yeah. Um, it, I I think it just kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I I I hate to say that, but mm. if you have a league full of those guys, I mean, it's probably not not going to last. Right. But if you have a couple of those guys, as long mm. as you have like the opposite end of the spectrum, like me, yeah, you're okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Ping him with trades. I would ping yeah. him with trades a bunch. And and like, is it a is it someone you know personally, or is it like a? Yeah, yeah. Like I well, I mean, I know I, I know him. him personally. He's yeah. I text work. him. I'd be like, I text him. I'd be like, what the fuck, man? Excuse <laughs> me. Uh, damn it, Jesse, you're Twice. gonna get me. I mean, I. All right. I'm never coming on shut down here. again. Memphis is gonna be like, who shut down the feed? And Damn it's it. gonna be like this, this episode of the SmackDown. I'll be like, I feel like I had a really good episode and then I just killed hey, it. Hey, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't care. I mean, eh, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be. I mean, we're not then. doing this for a living, right? <laughs> I I think the one but thing no, I seriously, w- seriously, like if you know him personally, text him, call him, be like, man, I need you to do a little more. And if not, can I just replace you? Yeah. Like if you know him that well. Yeah. I because I, I actually it, it reminds me of like in my in my home redraft league, one of my closest friends in the world was like, Oh yeah, I love football. Yeah, I'll get in. Cause I had you know, one of my friends got married and had kids, and sometimes that just eliminates people from home leagues or from any league. Yeah. And so my buddy Hoops gets in and he's like oh, a Jets fan. It doesn't know anything about fantasy football. It just kind of ruined our league for two years. Yeah. And then didn't set lineups for like half of the third year. And I just, 
you know, found them in a bar one night and was like, Hoops, buddy, you're killing my fantasy. You're done here. And he's like, he's like, what do you mean? Like, he had no idea. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, man, the rest of us are really into this and you're not. And he's like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, man. I don't even care about that. And I was like, all right, I'm going to save you 200 bucks. You're out. He's like, oh, thanks, man. You want a shot? You know, like, talk to the guy. Find out what his real motivation is, I guess. Yeah. You know, I, if you I, know I, him, I, if you don't know him, you're screwed. There's definitely nothing wrong. Like, I know as a, I've done it as a commissioner. I've just told people like, hey, man, this is what the, what we expect. And if you're not going to do that, that's totally fine. But we you got to find somewhere else to play. You know, and I think if you, you owe bring it. Up, you, if you can bring you, up a history and be like, hey, in three years, you haven't made a trade. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, and like you, you you, have all of your free agent money at the end of the year. And like, what are you really even doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's, And I, I think as a commission, you kind of owe it to your league a little bit, too, to be yeah. like, hey, you know, you have we have like eight or nine really good owners and these two guys that are kind of good. But like then you have this other guy that just doesn't pay attention. You know, right. it's like, I think, you know, I know I've it been does in annoy like, everybody else in the league it, for sure. And it, it totally, and I've been in leagues like that where, I mean, there's a lot of those types of guys and it's like, okay. And if I win it, I'm like, who cares? I'm like, I played against six people because the other ones didn't care. Right. And I think you, if you identify that early as a commissioner, if you, you know, you don't just don't let it keep happening. Um, I, uh, the, the only other idea I had was like, I think if you're and this is, this is a tough thing, but like, if you had, if you could fill the spots, like uh, if somebody finishes like in the bottom third, like two years in a row, you know, like there's some sort of like replacement yeah. clause or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, which That's is different. Tough. I mean, it's tough, it's tough for dynasty because you have the tanking thing, I guess. But right. Like maybe there's a caveat, like if you've done X amount of activity, you know, I don't know, but like I d- I know it's tough because you I know, think you it has these guys that just keep showing up case by case. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It, it's, it's going to be a, one of those. It's going to be one of those situations that I learned in Marriott. I, I took, <laughs> I took a three day course called Crucial Conversations, mm-hmm. and it's this is a crucial conversation where um, you have to put the person at ease first, make them not feel like they're on trial, mm-hmm. right, and then just sort of lay out the facts and present it to them in a nice, engaging way where they don't feel attacked. <laughs> There you go. Life, that's my advice. There's some you know? there's some life lessons from Jesse. I mean, that's <laughs> gonna be we guys should make that just a weekly segment on this show. I feel like uh, commit your ass crucial, up crucial conversations. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we're at we're a little over an hour now. Uh, we talked a lot of we had a lot. I mean, we had a lot of stuff to talk about on the front end. To be honest, yeah. so that was a good yeah. conversation. A lot of good stuff from here. I mean, this is a game. Yeah. I have a know, lot more that I'm annoyed about, but that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's. It's uh, it's definitely worth. I mean, and hell, if, if you're a Patreon member, you just talk. You know, you can toss in there, and at any time you get feedback, which is always awesome too. So, and you know, I'm in a lot of, and you're in, other, I'm in other leagues too, where I'm like, hey, this is going on in this league. What do you guys think about this, right? So, um, don't ever hesitate to kind of bounce it off people, or mm-hmm. you know, hit us up on Twitter or whatever, um, you know, because we always, uh, you know, we always like here. I I learn from other leagues. You know, I learn from those situations too. So, um, but. Uh, I, I was a poor uh, host, I guess, in, in the terms of having all. you on here. 
I didn't even let you talk about your show. I mentioned it at the top. Oh, no, no, we'll no, no. we'll close it out show this for way. Half the time. I mean, I brought it up three, four, or five times. I mean, it's what, cool. what? Where can the people find? What? Uh, and I've really enjoyed it because it's. And I mentioned earlier like being like, and and I was in the same boat. You know, I was just like always looking for fantasy stuff. But after a while, and I think a lot of our listeners sophisticated, right? If you're look, if you're looking for the same milk toast, you know for you know kindergarten garbage you're not going to find it here on this network for sure like we do you know content that takes you deep or whatever but i like the uniqueness of what you guys are doing so uh give you guys give you a chance here just uh plug what you guys are doing where they can find the show and everything all right so thank you so much for the intro i really appreciate that um and and thank you so much for the opportunity to be on this show i love the smackdown this is a show that i used to listen to for um redraft advice before I, I ever came to dwz so like just uh it's an honor to be on the show again i i really appreciate it but you can find us on uh the dwz network we are dynasty war games so we're a little different like kyle said uh we're a bit of a party atmosphere we like to have fun uh we play a lot of games as as our our name implies uh but we're teaching and learning at the same time, right? So we're not going to have the same title as five of the feeds in your podcast. <laughs> right. Right. So like I, I look at my podcast feed and I'm like, oh, uh, uh, um, combine. The combine was this week. <laughs> I have seven of those. <laughs> Which one do I listen to? I like Daniel Jeremiah, but I also like Greco. So so like we're we we understand that that space is filled, right? There's nothing against those guys; they all do a great job. Yeah, but we do something a little different. We play games. We try to have fun on air. It's like I said, it's a little bit of a party atmosphere. We always ask each other what we're drinking. For Mike, he doesn't drink alcohol. It's always like some sort of weird energy drink, and for me, it's some sort of like fruity. You normally like a truly, you know, or some like. <laughs> smearing off red white and berry and and for chad he you know chad's a beer guy so he's always got some kind of microbrew or something going on but like like i said at the same time we're learning and we're teaching and we're life lifelong fantasy players and so ridiculously invested in dynasty and for the things that we don't know we bring on guests it's awesome yeah man i I've uh, I've enjoyed it. It's an easy listen, you know, for sure. And I think honestly, you get more. You can for me at this point, and I think our listeners of this show, you know, you don't need someone to tell you what you already know, you know, which is every like you said. I and nothing against those guys. They do it because they're really good at it. And I've listened to them, and that I'm where I am as far as as a fantasy player because of listening to that stuff. But after a while, it's kind of like. I don't need another year of this. Right? right. I want that conversation. And I like, you know, that what you guys bring to the table. Yeah, that. we've got, we've definitely got, we're definitely three um, really invested dynasty players mm-hmm. that have three definitely different approaches. Yeah. And I, that's what I love about it. And I, and I love the conversation part of it and the fact that it feels loose. Um, and honestly, I, I get more out of things like that because I'm able to, that kind of gets me thinking rather than someone just sitting down and telling me like, you know, well, this is the value of Tyler Lockett now that Russell Wilson's not. I'm like, okay, you know, thanks. I'll just move on. Like I could have done that myself. Uh, so I, that's what I love about it, to be honest. So I think we've, uh, we have a good mix here uh, on the wars on the network, but I definitely Absolutely. appreciate what you guys are bringing now that 
Memphis brought you up to the big leagues here. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's about time, right? Yeah, damn right. <laughs> and and as I wrap up the show, big shout out to our buddies, Memphis and Jerry, too big time to come on the SmackDown, but they're over <laughs> with the Goat District guys doing a live stream chat about the combine and all that crap oh, just an wow. hour before okay. this show. So uh, we know where we rank, um, <laughs> you know, that's all right. Pulling the late shift here on the, on the, uh, on the feed, but uh, man, this is a ton of fun. Jesse really appreciate you, man. This was, this is awesome. Uh, I got plans for you this summer, so uh, you'll be oh, back whether okay. you like it or not. Awesome. You'll be back. Awesome. Um, Thank I, you, Kyle. No, I love doing this show, man. I'll come on the show anytime you ask me. It's been, uh, as I, long as the wife approves. Yes, there you go. <laughs> I, it is funny, uh, in the chat. There's, there's a, I'm not going to call anybody else out, but it is funny. Like, be like, hey, this time, it, you know, if somebody's available, it's like, oh, I got to double check, you know. <laughs> All right. I get it. I'm not the only Actually, one. I think my post was, hey, I just got, I just got approval from the wife. I'm there you in. Go. I love it. I love Guys, it. Because I literally sit next to each other on the couch. I'm looking at my phone. I was like, hey, honey. Um, uh, Kyle from the SmackDown. She's like, who the hell is that? I'm Come like, on. I'm like, hey, uh, I, I want to be on a fantasy football podcast. She's like, okay, sweetie. If it makes you happy, I'll go to bed early. There you go. Maybe I'll start that. That'll start pulling some more weight. You know, when that comes up the next one, like, oh, you're going to be on the SmackDown? I'm going to yeah, be watching it up, exactly. upstairs on the big screen, right? Like Exactly. You know. Oh, oh. You know what she said to me today is that <laughs> she can't she played my she played Dynasty War games at work because mm-hmm. she's got a lot of uh fantasy football guys at work, but they don't do Dynasty. Mm-hmm. So they didn't know what the hell we were talking about. They laughed at a of a, 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 a couple of jokes or whatever. So now I'm going to tell her play the SmackDown. There you go. It's that might good. be a little bit more, yeah. yeah hopefully, yeah. you know, a little bit more entry level, I feel like, so, sometimes anyway. But, yeah, uh, yeah dude, good times. Uh, so we'll wrap this thing up. Appreciate you guys listening here. I know this is a little bit of a longer show, but, I mean, this is this is what this is about, man. It's March. We're just hanging out, talking football a bit. Appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. Um, if, you're, if, you, uh, if you're listening this far and you haven't left a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, wherever the hell, um, definitely do that. I didn't mention this at the top, but had some the feed had some Apple podcast issues last week. So we got those resolved. If you're listening to this there, obviously you already know that. But if you're listening to this on another uh, platform, uh, we figured that out. That was uh, not on us not putting out content. That was it just getting trapped um, in the interwebs. So it's uh, it's free now. So we're we're back at it. But I will be back here next week uh, with more of the Fancy Wall Smackdown. Be sure to check out Jesse. Uh, with Dynasty War Games and the rest of the content here on DWZ Network. So for Jesse and myself, appreciate you guys listening. We'll catch you guys later on. We'll see you. Thanks, Kyle. See you, man. <laughs>